Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Here we are. Here we be. What you got? We're talking sports. This is what we do at Sports Byline USA. This is where you are, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. How you doing? My name is Rick Tittle in my customary time slot, 9 to noon. Pack. What does that mean, Pacific? Oh, okay. Standard time? No, no, we're in daylight time. I just want to check. It's an hour late. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. 1-800-878-PLAY, though. That's the number to get in. <clears throat> That's the number which you'll use to get heard all across this, <clears throat> well, this great land of ours. Coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Very privileged to be on FAN. And I have listened to American Forces Radio Network uh, in Europe. Remember on the Autobahn, there was, uh, I don't know, 15 years ago. I've been doing this show 20 years now, more than 20. And the guy called me from the Autobahn in Germany. Let's go with the Autobahn ring. All right, I will. And um, he he said, uh, I just want to let you know how much your show has meant to me. And I was like, oh, that's great. And he's like, no, seriously. I mean, it's just to all of us, what your show means. It just means the world and... I just want to say thank you. And I was like, oh, he goes, yeah, I mean, not you. I just mean sports talk. And I was like, ah, kind of reminded me of Spinal Tap when they went to the air base and Fred Willard said, we're big fans of yours. Not so much you, but the whole, you know, rock, you know, genre. And they're like, oh, thanks. But wherever you are, if you're in the military, I'm on your side. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. On the show today, we have author Don Bentley. He has a new book called Hostile Intent, which is about my vice principal in high school. What? Find out more. We got three hours. Come on back. 
This week at Macy's, give love, give style with an extra 25% off gifts for Mother's Day when you use your coupon or Macy's card. Plus great deals on fragrance sets from mom's favorite brands like Carolina Herrera, YSL, and more. Or shop super buys like diamond hoop earrings for $999 and specials like 60% off bathrobes. Plus get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in store today at Macy's. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, hey, ho, ho, your ugly face has got to go, and uh, we are here. For you, as we talk sports, and it's great to have you with us, so great to have you with us, 1-800-878-PLAY to participate. Uh, We've got a couple of playoff games tonight in the NBA with uh, Boston and uh, Milwaukee, and uh, also 
we will have uh, Memphis and uh, Golden State uh, again as a game two, and uh, the uh, the Memphis Grizzlies do not want to go back to San Francisco down 0-2. Uh, so we'll take a look uh, at uh, that as well. 1-800-87A-PLAY. Now, you know, uh, if you know me, you know I love the draft. And the draft is over. Yes, we talked about undrafted free agents and what could possibly be wrong with that. Well, I talked about the undrafted free agents <laughs> and the fact that <clears throat> Carson Strong got a deal with Philadelphia for over $300,000 guaranteed. And yet, I was reading uh, Chris Trapasso, who wrote an article on CBS Sports about the best undrafted free agents, and uh, he didn't even make the top 10. But the guy, listen, the guy's getting money. <clears throat> he is getting money. But as I was looking around at some of these guys, like the tight end Jalen Weidermeyer, which is a great name, and this guy, when he was at Texas A&M, he was mocked as a first-round pick, and then he didn't even get uh, drafted. I wonder what uh, – they brought him into Buffalo, by the way, and the new OC there is the former Miramonte High School quarterback. That's out here in Orinda, California. Or I should say Moraga, California. Ken Dorsey. <clears throat> and those – Two tight end sets from the Brian Dable era. Remember, he's uh, gone, so that's why they needed a new guy. Um, But they brought in uh, O.J. Howard. They have a seventh-round pick in Tommy Sweeney. But um, all those guys I was talking about in their final years, at least contractually so far. If you look at um, Luigi Villain, who I would call Villain, This guy was a a four-star recruit coming out of high school, and he was only behind uh, guys like uh, Chase Young and uh, Jalen Phillips. He went to Michigan. He never really met with expectations. He was behind guys like Rashawn Gary, Chase Winovich, Quiddy Pay, Aiden Hutchinson. So he transferred to Wake Forest, and he finished up with eight sacks. Nine tackles for loss, didn't get drafted. Minnesota has brought him in. And fortunately for Villain, none of the guys they have right now have been very encouraging in their pro careers. If you think about Janarius Robinson or G, uh, DJ Wonoon, Patrick Jones, <clears throat> there's an opportunity. The uh, Eagles brought in running back Kennedy Brooks, and the Eagles... You know, I was talking about how the Raiders have five running backs on their roster and they drafted two more. I think the Eagles have about 39 running backs on their roster. But this is a guy who uh, averaged four yards four yards after contact at Oklahoma. He had three consecutive seasons where he averaged seven yards per carry. He carried for almost 500 times in his career. It's just that he's not that fast. <clears throat> he's not that freaky an athlete. But he never goes down on first contact, or hardly ever. So that could be one. Wide receiver, uh, Dijeen Dixon. 
He went to New Orleans. This was a guy at a school that you don't think of very much, Nichols State, unless you work there or your relative goes there. 2,000-yard seasons, not that fast, but 6-2-200 and can get open. They say he plays like a ferocious rebounder above the rim. And, yeah, Michael Thomas is in New Orleans and the freshly minted Chris Olave, who they moved up to get as well. But the Saints are an organization that has not shied away from giving opportunity to undrafted wideouts. Remember Marcus Colston, how good he was? You know, Deontay Harris, Marquez Callaway, all undrafted. Uh, Prince Amelie, got to love that name, defensive tackle, also in Buffalo. And they loaded up the defensive line during free agency. They signed Tim Settle, Daquan Jones, Jordan Phillips. They even brought in Shaq Lawson, who's more of an inside-out rusher. But they didn't really have a guy to at least back up Ed Oliver, who's a three-technique, a guy that I wanted badly over Cleland Furl, guest on the show last week. And that's exactly what Amelie can do. And uh, so it's a good call from uh, Sean McDermott here. <clears throat> By the way, Prince Amelie from uh, Penn State, six feet tall, 290, but at his pro day there in uh, Happy Valley, 36 and a half inch vertical. Yikes. Uh, cornerback Dallas Flowers. It would be great if it was spelled like Dallas the city, D A. L-L-I-S. Dallas Flowers landing to the Colts. Freaky athlete. Chris Ballard, the GM there, likes those type of guys. Ran a 4-4-3. Six point, his cone drill was under six seconds. He dr- jumped almost 11 feet in the broad jump. And the problem with him was he got burned a lot in college. <laughs> Maybe they can coach him up. Tight end uh, Garrett Prince went to the Jags, speaking of Princes. And right now the Jaguars tight end chart, Evan Engram, Dan Arnold, Chris Manhurts, Luke Farrell. There are jobs available. Remember, Doug Peterson was a guy that used Zach Ertz and Dallas Godert together a lot in Philly. So uh, we'll see what happens with them. The safety Sterling Weatherford to the Colts. They're saying the poor man's Kyle Hamilton, exact size, weight. A lot of people didn't know why he wasn't selected. Now, the Colts did get a safety, Nick Cross, in round three. But um, you know, remember, when the Vikings drafted RG3 and they gave up their near future to get him, what did they do later in that same draft? They drafted Kirk Cousins. Like, Why would you draft another quarterback? Well, look what it did for them and um, what equity he had. Uh, Jashwan Corbin running back to the Giants. Right now the Giants have Saquon Barkley, Matt Breida, Gary Brightwell. So Corbin was the star at Florida State. Didn't impress on the, uh, the stopwatch, but he's a running back. Do you really need to do that? Wide receiver Justin Ross to the Chiefs. Had spinal fusion surgery. This is why he wasn't drafted. But six foot four, lanky guy, and um, out of Clemson. There's a lot of film on him. 
Uh, and then the cornerback, Mario Goodrich with the Eagles. Hard to believe he wasn't drafted. He has elite speed and um, a real shot to stick with the Eagles now. As the Eagles added exactly zero corners in the draft, even though countless mock drafts had them picking, them, picking up one. They have Darius Slay, but who else? So... Listen, as I said all the time, I'm, there are a lot of guys who were undrafted free agents that turned out to be big, big stars that signed for big, big money. And this is where you, this is where you really, I think, you know, earn, we all know who's going to get drafted. It's those undrafted guys. What are you doing? Get them off the street. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. one 800 play Come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. 
we provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Coming up at uh, 9.40 on a Tuesday, we check in with our sailing segment with salesporttalk.com. The lines are open and available to you, all my listeners, 1-800-878-PLAY, all three of you. Um, Jay Busby of Yahoo Sports was wondering that maybe what happened to Trevor Bauer is now going to happen to Deshaun Watson. And I don't think so. Trevor Bauer, by the way, if you didn't know, uh, one of the best pitchers in baseball, well, when he's in baseball, was accused of violent behavior by several women, rough, rough, rough sex, ending up with black eyes and bruises and being knocked out cold and other allegations. And he basically said they were into it and they were like, uh, not like this. Didn't want the crap beaten out of me by a guy a lot bigger than me. But there was a five-month police investigation and the police decided no charges will be filed. And then baseball said two-year suspension. I thought you just said, no, no, no. Violence against women, that's not, we're not doing that anymore. We're, we're, we're done. And so I don't know if he's going to then sue. I mean, look at Kennesaw Mountain Landis, right? Nine men out. Not in the courts. From nine men out, they basically said, or Kennesaw Mountain Land has basically said, uh, I don't care, you're all banned for life. And it's the same type of thing. Like, we don't, we don't want the stench of this because you did beat them up, whether they were, whether they were uh, complicit or not, you did beat them up. Eight men out, sorry. Why did I say nine men out? Eight men out. Um, still sounds wrong. <laughs> but uh, Deshaun Watson still has 22 separate civil cases looming. It's just that the two grand juries decided not to return an indictment. Now, the NFL said, we're doing our own investigation. You know, we're 14 months into that investigation, and there's no timetable to release any type of findings whatsoever. I was kind of thinking to myself, if it had been the other way, it would be, oh, the white guy gets to play and the black guy gets a two-year 
uh, ban. Uh, I don't think that's it. You know, um, I mean, I could see that somebody could see that if it was the other way around. But um, the and look, the investigative processes of the leagues have nothing to do with each other. But the thing that Busby was wondering is, is there a precedent now? And I, I don't think there is. You know, it's these these cases, though, these sports, they're always judge, jury and executioner and they don't really need. You know, um, I mean, when you don't even need to be charged. It's just bad PR for the league. And so um, while Bauer is out of I mean, Bauer basically didn't play last year at all. So he's going to miss three straight seasons. Who's going to take Trevor Bauer after two more years? Would a indie team, Sugarland Skeeters, Long Island Ducks, anybody like that? Would he have to go? Would would any team in Asia take him? Would a Major League Baseball team take him? Would they say he paid his dues and he's not a war criminal and um, you know he missed three prime years of his career? I hope he has money in the bank, and I'm sure he did. There's tens of millions of dollars he's already made. But uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think that Goodell is going to look at what happened to Bauer and say, "Oh, I'm being too light." I think the NFL learned their lesson with the Ray Rice thing. What was Ray Rice's initial punishment? What was it like? Two games, four games, I think it was right. Four games. knocking out your own wife in an elevator and then dragging her out. Yeah, you're going to miss a month. <laughs> uh, it's not funny, haha. It's just funny, like I can't believe it. All right, speaking of the NFL, I love this as I was talking about the draft. <clears throat> Apparently, uh, uh, Peter King said that the NFL got mad at the Lions during the draft. What did the Lions do? What the Lions did was that they decided on Aiden Hutchinson like that because the NFL loves to build up the drama. And when Detroit had the second overall pick, Jacksonville took Trayvon Walker with the tops and then the Lions were on the clock and they had 10 minutes to let us know who they were going to pick. And they put in the card in less than a minute. And a Lions official who would be unnamed said, we turned in the card so fast the league got mad at us. And if you look on NFL's Twitter, there were less than two minutes between the NFL. Remember, if you follow Twitter, it ruins the draft for you. Or if you watch the guy on the phone on camera, it ruins the draft for you because there's no, you already know what's inside your present. You've checked the gender of the baby and there's no surprise here. But if you want to look between the first two picks on NFL Twitter, less than two minutes that that happened. And then it went back to being around 10 for every other pick. But the NFL draft is a made-for-TV extravaganza. And they have it down to a science of when they're going to run breaks and such. So the Jaguars knew who they were going to take 
but they were, quote-unquote, encouraged to take the 10 minutes. I think you should always take the 10 minutes just in case something crazy happens. You know, let's say you decide, I want Aiden Hutchinson. I can't believe he's there. We're, we were hoping he'd be there. A hometown guy. He's going to sell some tickets in the empty Ford field. But you have to sit there just in case Andy Reid calls and says, you know what? Uh, Patrick Mahomes and I just had a uh, irrevocably horrifying argument. He called me a fat piece of crap. He broke everything in my office. I never want to see him again. We'll give you Patrick Mahomes and our first-round pick for Aiden Hutchinson, for the rights, for the number two pick. You have to... (laughs) What are the odds? Obviously, less than 1%. But you never know. There could be some kind of ridiculous falling out. Would you ever thought DeAndre Hopkins, who, by the way, PED suspension, ouch. I know. That hurts. But do you ever think they'd have a falling out there? So the reason the Lions were so pick is because they love the guy. And Dan Campbell, the head coach, told Sports Illustrated, Brad said, turn it in. Let's go because we knew we were good. Let's go. He's our guy, and we weren't going to wait around, and we weren't going to do the whole dog and pony show. We got our guy, and we turned the card in. Yes. And Hutchinson said, I was just walking around the building today with my family, and it's just such weird. It's so weird growing up as a Michigan guy. I'm around Detroit sports so much, and to think that I'm a lion, it seems like a wild dream to me, but now it's kind of come true. So it's wild, but I'm soaking it all in. And I'm sure one of these days is going to hit me for sure. I remember Barry Sanders was not happy to be drafted by the Lions. And he said, Coach Fonts told me, when you hear the roar of the crowd, you'll be glad you're a Lion. I think you're Lion. So, as someone who was born in the year year 2000, Hutchinson doesn't have a lot of Lions memories. They asked him about it. He said, not a ton of great memories. We went through the 0-16 season when I was growing up. I've been to a couple Lions games before, and the atmosphere is just great. When the Lions are winning ball games, it's like happy wife, happy life. The fans are just so into it. I just hope that when we've got the right pieces going, I think the coaches are right, we can start to get this ball rolling a little bit. But anyway, so as mad as you might be that the draft takes forever, remember they cut down 15 minutes to 10 minutes, which makes a big difference. That 15 minutes was just insufferable in the first round. And I really think it should be five minutes. Five minutes is more than enough after doing literally a year of prep, if not more. If you're not ready to go in five minutes, then but anyway, you get 10. And I don't blame the Lions. And I, why do the dog and pony show to get Campbell's quote there and bite the pony's kneecaps off? We got our guy. Let's go. What are we waiting on? I mean, you could even think like I could trip on the way up and then actually write down Derek Stingley on the card. No, that's not who I wanted. <laughs> you could have some kind of panicky moment and write uh, Alden Hutchinson. Uh, He's a D2 player. Uh, No, it's not who I meant. All right. We'll come back. We'll check in with Karen Lyle on the other side. Sports violent.
Karen Lyle with Salesport Talk and I'm here with Martin Evans who is the global class manager for WASP with the SailGP Inspire program and we're over here in the tents where all the team, the WASP team are hanging out and there's this wonderful WASP sitting on its side in display. Can you tell us a little bit about this program and why you're involved? Uh, yeah, so this program is trying to give uh, young sailors a really realistic chance to get into professional foiling racing and especially SailGP. Sailing's come on so, so quickly over the last 10 years or so. Falling is now at the forefront with the America's Cup and GP, And there's loads of kids around the world who are looking at GP and thinking, how do I get there? And at WASP, we're trying to provide that opportunity. So now there is a realistic chance that you can start foiling at the age of 11, 12 years old in a WASPX. You can move through to a WASP, qualify for GP Inspire, and then the winner of this Inspire event here in San Francisco gets to join a team for an event and set on an F50. So for the first time ever, we now have this proper foiling pathway all the way from kids through to youth and potentially for the lucky sailors and the, the best people out there through to getting their dream and racing an F50 on GP, which is awesome. And I really wish that when I was a youth sailor, that was around for me because it is an incredible opportunity. Wasp's a single-handed boat, uh, so it's, they're all one design as well. So a Wasp is essentially, if you're familiar with an international moth, it's a similar concept. Uh, the designer has just looked at a moth and said, what can we do to make it more accessible? What can we do to make it safer? And what can we do to make it cheaper and make it affordable? Um, and the Wasp was born, single-handed foiling boat, all one design, so it's just down to the sailor's skill. And, uh, and they're, you know, the fleet's growing massively around the world at the moment. We've got 1,300 boats worldwide, and they're, we can't build them quick enough. People want to buy them, people want to join the swarm and, and get racing, and SailGP Inspire is just part of that. And so what is the goal for WASP itself as a manufacturer as far as you know, improving the technology of their boat? Uh, our goal as a manufacturer, the, the biggest thing is to keep it one design and be really strict on that. Um, and where the, the moth has a great place in sailing, uh, the international moth has a great place in sailing in terms of development, the WASP is really trying to take all of that foiling expertise and just bring it into an accessible package where people who want to foil and can just turn up and do it. They don't have to spend too much money, don't spend too much time fixing their boat. It's all about just getting out in the water as much as you can and having a great time. And that's the reason why the fleet is made up of people all the way from 11 years old up to 65 years old. We've got some sailors racing around and everybody in between. We've got some pro sailors, we've got some people who are literally starting out for the first couple of times foiling. So a massive spectrum and it's just all about getting on the water, having fun in an in a easy and affordable way. And so how are you finding it in San Francisco? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's my first time in San Francisco, and it's definitely delivering. All right, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. You hear Christopher Cross. That means it's 940 on a Tuesday, and we check in with Karen Lyle from salesportstalk.com. How you doing, Karen? Oh, I'm doing great, Rick. I just returned from the East Coast and really excited for our interview today. 
Yes, and uh, let's bring in our guest, and that is uh, Lisa Meyer, uh, who is a uh, fantastic uh, sailor and uh, someone who is in uh, uh, the broadcast uh, media and has been around CBS, NBC, Comcast, Time Warner, and uh, uh, someone who is uh, behind the scene putting on the race, the LBYC Congressional Cup. Lisa, thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit more about your background. Hi, Gee, both of you, nice to meet you both. You know, I'm a little bit different than most people in that I took up the sport of sailing later in life. And what I found was having a sports career, if you will, although mine was certainly amateur, absolutely helped me in my world of my professional world of broadcast and marketing. And let me tell you a little bit about what I mean by that. Um, as a woman in the business and growing up through the business in the 80s and 90s um, and then retiring about five or six years ago, there were two sports that actually helped accelerate my career. One of those was golf, which being on the golf course for five hours with any one particular person from the corporate suite or clients was invaluable in getting to form a relationship. The other was sailing, which, again, I took up later in life, but people are so intrigued with the sport of sailing, with being on the water, whether they have young family involved in the sport or hearing about my open water racing adventures, which was from Long Beach to Hawaii to Mexico, etc. They were completely intrigued with that, and it set me apart in my conversations with clients and, again, corporate suites with Wall Street conversations. So I've totally enjoyed being involved with the sport of sailing throughout my, my adult life. Lisa, I am so happy that you were able to get the Congressional Cup up and running and doing what it needed to do right here in the middle of this pandemic. Um, basically, being the, the fleet captain, what were some of the challenges you had to getting people to, to, to get back into the game? Because I know this isn't the, the only thing that, that LB, uh, Long Beach Yacht Club has done during the, the pandemic, but this is a big race to put on. Karen, you know, it was our 57th year, and we are one of the longest-running match race events in the U.S. and certainly across the year, across the, the globe, excuse me. And we did have to take one year off because of the pandemic, and that was in uh, 2020. And we just couldn't get the sailors in, and, and because of the restrictions, could not pull off that regatta. We did, however, pull off 2021, and that event moved from the spring to the fall, and that would have been September. And we still couldn't get in our, our full complement of worldwide sailors, but we were in 22 able to put the regatta on again in full force. We like to refer to it as a vintage, vintage Congressional Cup. The challenge of that was that instead of having a year to plan, we had six months to plan, which meant that getting our sailors on calendar as well, they only had six months six months to plan because a lot of regattas, especially this size and bigger boats, they're done on the Catalina 37th, which is a, a, about a 40-foot boat, and they take a crew of six to seven professional sailors. Some are Corinthian sailors there. But that is a lot of logistics to pull people together. So, And we're also part of the World Match Race Tour. So these are world-ranked sailors whose crew um, oftentimes sails on single-handed, double-handed boats. So getting together a crew of six for themselves was certainly in six months was awesome. And to have the club rally around pulling together regatta, which takes about 300 volunteers to pull together on the water and ashore was, was an incredible effort by all of the members of Long Beach Yacht Club. 
I would think too the where where you're um, situated and with the Catalina uh, with the, with the uh, those islands over there does that ever come into play with I mean how much are you in play with with Catalina and all that? So Catalina Island is 26 miles away, and with match racing these are anywhere from a quarter mile to a half mile regattas. Mm. So we are not out in the open water now. That is a very interesting question that you brought up though about that because. Back in the day, when, they, when um, the Congressional Cup was actually formed, it was out in the open water between the breakwater of Long Beach and Catalina. It was brought in inside that breakwater so that we could have viewers on shore and on the Belmont Memorial Veterans Pier actually watch match racing. So this year, we actually rededicated what federally has been known as the Congressional Cup Stadium Course out in the waters just outside of Long Beach. So people can watch from the shore, from the pier, or from the boats quite easily. So, However, we, we certainly are still affected by the beautiful winds and waters here in Long Beach, but not so much by Catalina Island. You know, I noticed that you said retired, but I have to smile because you're in the flags coming up as the incoming Commodore for the Long Beach Yacht Club, and that is not a position in which you are not going to be working. <laughs> Tell, tell us about that um, decision you made to go into leadership. So when I was looking at retiring, and nobody just retires, works one day, and then they're done the next day, um, I really looked at what I was going to do after I retired. From And um, Karen, I know you know you're in the business as well. It's a very, and Rick, you are too, it's a very vibrant industry. So moving from that, I, I really wanted to look at where I could give back to the community. And I had a passion for sailing. I have a passion for youth. I have a passion for the fact that LA-28, the Olympics, will be here in a few short years. And, how, and with the world tilting our direction, how do we take advantage of that to build resources and community for the youth in Southern California? And I recognize that being part of the Long Beach Yacht Club was going to enable me to fulfill that passion of making, of contributing toward building youth and the community and certainly the larger world. And Long Beach Yacht Club is one of the well-known clubs around the world because of our match racing and the the world-class regattas we put on. But if you're going to do that, you really need to jump into both feet and be part of of governance. And for those that are part of sailing world, they know that we have very a lot of nautical terms and we use the legacy of the nautical terms. So being part of the flag at Long Beach Yacht Club is a five-year run. Before that, you've probably done four to eight years on the board. And along with that, you run regattas, you've been a volunteer at regattas, you've raced in regattas, and you've been part of youth sailing, et cetera. So it, it became an evolution rather than just jumping in. And I've, I've loved every minute of it and loved the exposure to the community, both locally and worldwide. Rick Tudela and Karen Lyle, salesporttalk.com and Sports Byline. We're speaking with Lisa Meyer. A couple more questions for Lisa. Has there ever been, honestly, a moment of a uh, complete mishap like what was maybe the the one thing where things went haywire at the regatta um we (laughs) that's that's a very good question and here's what can go haywire the wind when you when you typically sail in 15 knots of breeze and all of a sudden it rushes to 20 and 25 and the wind shifts from left to to right and you have to be very quick 
when you are on the regatta management team, and all kudos to our principal race officer, John Bush. Um, what that, that So that means that courses have to be reset in a moment's time. You're trying to get in as many races as you can over the course of five days. And then not only does all of what looks like could be mayhem, but is very well orchestrated on the water for the sailors and the regatta management and the umpires that are all out there. But then if you put on a regatta like we do at the Belmont Memorial Veterans Pier and you've got a throng of people on the pier and all of a sudden they can't, may, may not be able to watch the event and your announcers and, um, and spectators and cameras can't capture it, everybody goes into high-action mode to make sure that you, the sailors can race and the viewers can watch. That's, that's pretty dramatic. And we have that this year. And if you look back on the live streaming, you can see that the teams did an extraordinary job of being able to move cameras and race courses to ensure that the regatta was, went on and was, was viewed by everybody who wanted to watch it. Well, certainly sailing is a sport where the, the field of play can change at a moment's notice with the with the wind, as you say. Um, you you started in your own career um, doing sailing on big boats, but now you've ended up sailing on small boats. Uh, the soiling racer, in, as an example, can you tell us a little bit about that choice and what your uh, activity is in that arena? So the big boats was certainly a fabulous experience for me. When you're on a large boat, like it was in the Alan Andrews 63-foot boat named Medicine Man, and that's a, that's a legacy boat in Southern California doing a lot of open water races, and I was very fortunate to be on that, that crew and to co-skipper and navigate some of those large races. When you're on a large boat, you certainly need to know all the jobs, but you primarily are, are recruited to be on a boat for a job. When you're on a small boat like a Soling, there may be that may be double or have three people on the boat. I sail it with two other women. You are learning everything about the boat, the kinetics about the boat, every position on the boat, every line, every sail, wind direction, navigation, and you work very closely as a team. So that's really has been te- gone sort of back to basics and learned exactly how to handle a small boat, which translates to larger and larger boats in different waters around the world. In fact, um, I was reaching, I was researching some of the, the skippers and crew, and particularly Ian Williams' crew, which won the 57th Congressional Cup, and looked at the bios. And almost every one of those sailors started out in junior sailing or on dinghies or small boats and worked their way up. I, because I got thrown into it later in life, started with bigger boats. So now I'm, now I'm recrafting my experience and enjoying it immensely. That was going to be our la- my last question, and that is when you put on a regatta like this, the, the logistics and the planning and the organization, is it a nightmare or is it a joy? It's a joy. It really is. Even with just a few short months to pull this together, you're working with the Yacht Club, Long Beach Yacht Club, with experienced volunteers, experienced umpires, race management, hospitality, media professionals, and there is a team that we also hire to help with some of that. But it is an absolute pleasure. I would recommend it to anybody if they want to learn the sport, be part of the sport, and be part of a very exceptional community, not only in your own community, but it expands your relationships around the world. Get involved, jump right in, and have at it. There she is, Lisa Meyer, Long Beach Yacht Club and the Congressional Cup. Lisa, congratulations on uh, pulling off another great event. Thank you. I appreciate the time. It was a pleasure speaking with both of you.
All right, Karen, and we'll talk to you next week, huh? We will. And I'll actually be down in L.A., so I think someone will be coming into the studio for me. It will be fun. All right, bring them on in. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you right after break right here on Sports Byline. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Uh, that sounds uh, sounds a bit off, by the way. All right. Um, just want to let you know that if Beethoven, Bach, and the rest of the great masters had lived today, what might their music sound like? What if they all had millions of sounds the digital world offers? Find out on Classics Unleashed, a new highly original album from Victor Alex AF. Classics Unleashed presents masterpieces using sounds nobody could have ever imagined in the 18th century. Sit down, put on your headphones, and prepare to listen to what these rock stars of the past might have composed. Classics Unleashed is an imaginative 21st century interpretation of the classics. Wonderfully surprising and uplifting, Classics Unleashed is available wherever music is sold. And uh, I have one here in my hands right now, and uh, you can win it an autographed copy of the CD. And uh, as I said, uh, Beethoven, Vivaldi, and Bach. Johann Sebastian Bach. All right. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> also, the um, the Cleveland Browns uh, head coach, former head coach Hugh Jackson, remember he said, oh, yeah, yeah, Jimmy Haslam, he was going to give me a hundred grand per loss too, just like Flores said in Miami. And everybody was like, what? So the NFL did an investigation after these loose accusations that they incentivized him to lose in 2016 and 27 with the Browns. And they said, absolutely no evidence to suggest anything to a deliberate uh, tanking. And um, they have cleared Jimmy Hoslam, the owner and uh, everyone. And so uh, Hugh Jackson, definitely you could tell at the time he pulled that out of his butt. Oh yeah. They did the same thing to me in Cleveland. They did? Oh, yeah. So the NFL says, now this is their investigation, but they say this is categorically false. All right. Got that taken care of. We got two more hours. Come on back, y'all. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Roe versus Wade could be changing in the United States. An illegally leaked draft by the Supreme Court on another abortion case in Mississippi was revealed by Politico. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on Tuesday. And uproot decades of precedent affirming a woman's right to an abortion. If this report is accurate, the Supreme Court is poised to inflict the greatest restriction of rights in the past 50 years, not just on women, but on all Americans. Under this decision, our children will have less rights than their parents. 
First Lady Jill Biden will travel to NATO countries Romania and Slovakia this week to show support for displaced Ukrainian families forced to flee Russia's invasion. Biden wraps her trip up on Monday, May 9th. USA Radio News. Under the Radar Minute has paid a fee to air this report. This week on Under the Radar Minute, we look at the exploding EV automotive sector. With near global mandates for 100% zero emission vehicles by 2035, a few public companies are poised to emerge into the spotlight. One little known company, Esight Motors, trading under the symbol VAPR, has a significant advantage over traditional manufacturers and is just beginning to be discovered. In fact, year-to-date, VAPR's stock has significantly outperformed Tesla, Lucid, Rivian, Nikola, Neo, Canoe, Ford, GM, Jaguar, Volvo, Volkswagen, and all of their subsidiaries. Under a special exemption, eSight is not required to meet any of the safety or other costly certifications of traditional manufacturers. Investors are starting to take notice of VAPR, and it undoubtedly will not be under the radar for long. Do your research now on VAPR at undertheradarminute.com. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Invest wisely. Imagine working one job your entire life. One South American man has done just that. A 100-year-old Brazilian man has set a new Guinness World Record for working at the same company for the last 84 years and nine days. The reference book company said in a statement last week that Walter Orthman, an employee with Renault View, was awarded the honor back in January. Orthman started working at the company in January 1938 as a shipping assistant. He told Guinness that he started to work for the company to provide for his family, which was struggling financially at the time. He noted that he was hired due to his proficiency in German. According to Guinness, Orthman was promoted by the company throughout the years from a shipping assistant to a sales associate before landing a managerial position in the sales department. Orthman just celebrated his centennial birthday last month. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. Thank you, Kenneth. And thank you for listening. We are USA Radio News. The MyPillow.com clearance continues. Roll and go anywhere at MyPillow's $9.99. The Body Pillow, $39.99. And MyPillow bath sheets on sale, 50% off. Use my promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com slash radio specials. You'll also get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book. MyPillow.com slash radio specials. Use promo code USA or 1-800-951-8175. Hundreds of households in the historic New Mexico city of Las Vegas were told to evacuate on Monday as fierce winds and drought pushed the largest active wildfire in the United States closer to town. The blaze has burned more than 121,000 acres, tearing through centuries-old settlements and vacation homes about 30 miles northeast of Santa Fe. Governor Kristi Noem, the Republican from South Dakota, was on Fox News explaining what Republicans need to focus on going into the midterm elections in November. You know, Republicans and conservatives need to focus on where we're going. What's our vision for the future? We all know that Joe Biden's a terrible president. We all know that he's wrecking this country and that we're against 99.9% of what he's doing to destroy our freedoms. Uh, but we need to talk about what we stand for as well and what we embrace, how special of a gift this country is and how we want to protect that for the next generation. So that's one thing uh, that I hope we will focus on is the optimism. 
that, that we all need to really draw people to us and the message to give them the ability to vote for us to lead. We should be running on the Constitution. We should be running on a limited government, remembering that the power is with the people, and then informing folks on really what that means, that that means that we don't make decisions for them that the government shouldn't be making, that we're going to empower them with information and facts. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Coming up this hour, we have climber slash surfer Andrew Alexander King. Alexander the Great. Uh, We also will have Don Bentley in about a little over a half hour. His new book, Hostile Intent, which is uh, how I roll in here every day. Um, Trevor Bauer, by the way, not to bleat on about him. But I forgot to mention that it's his suspension. And you might say, yeah, we kind of figure. But just to make sure you know, it's all without pay. 324-game suspension. It is the longest suspension since the Black Sox. Of course, that was. And Bill Barr always says, call them the White Sox because people think the Black Sox were a different team. But, uh, yeah, in over 100 years. And this domestic violence policy is seven years old in uh, Major League Baseball now. But when he uh, is eligible to come back, he'll be 33 years old, April 2024. And um, it's basically a baseball death sentence at this point. Who would would want him uh, at this point? But Rob Manfred said during the All-Star game, I think that our policies are robust and appropriate. Every single time that we have had an allegation, we have conducted the most thorough investigation possible. We have a department of investigations that's significantly bigger and has more expertise than at any point in the history of the game. And when we have found credibility to an allegation, I think if you look at the disciplinary record, we have sent a message about what we will and will not tolerate. 
So, yeah, if you think about a marquee pitcher on a marquee team, Bauer Dodgers, and he gets two years, and that was after missing almost, well, at least half of last season, then um, you talk about uh, a message being sent. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break. Your calls, as always, welcome at 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Do you own an annuity? Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our Platinum Plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as 40 bucks a month. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. That's 800-723-2391. Hour 2 of Titillating Sports. You thought it couldn't get any better. But it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Couldn't get any better. But it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. 
Check out Rick Tittle. All right. Uh, thank you for that, and welcome back on the show. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Get in and get heard. We're talking a little NBA. We're talking a little this, a little that, a little... What did you say? I didn't say nothing. Local, I don't even know if I can call it drama anymore. Um, as the uh, Oakland A's are starting to get to what they're probably going to be this year, getting swept by Cleveland and now three games under. And after, uh, you know, first two, three weeks of the season, right around 500, game over, a couple of games over, I think this is basically how the summer is going to be now. The slide has begun. <clears throat> I'm going to head out there tomorrow for the day game just for some fun. Hopefully, in quotes, there won't be anybody there. There'll be about eight people there, unfortunately. But that's because this ownership group and the one before that, Shot Hoffman into Wolf Fisher, have tried everything they could to get the team out of Oakland and very greatly disparaged Oakland. And now they are about to announce a um, an agreement in Vegas uh, for where they're going to. They put in an offer and a counteroffer, which means they are close. And Dave Cavill, the president, said they're very close to announcing what they're going to do in Vegas. <clears throat> but the parallel path. Um, and my my old friend, Casey Pratt, an East Bay kid himself, San Ramon High. Um, my cousin went to school with them. And when Casey Pratt was the A's insider on Comcast Sportsnet, he said that that kid that used to ride a skateboard to school is on TV now. <laughs> so yeah, that's how it happens. But Casey has been following this, <clears throat> all the ins and outs of the Howard terminal where they want to build and the votes. And it's ludicrous how many votes are necessary and how long it takes. And the next big vote, June 30th. June 30th by the Bay Conservation and Development Commission. And so Larry Gold's band, Gold Z band, Larry Gold's band is executive director. And they had a, um, a staff report and preliminary recommendation for proposed Bay Plan Amendment number 2-19 concerning removing Howard Terminal for port priority use. And the report, in case he tweeted it out, the staff preliminary recommends that the commission amend San Francisco Bay Plan maps 4 and 5 and the seaport plan by 1, removing the port priority use designation from 56 acres at Howard Terminal at the Port of Oakland, as shown in Bay Plan Maps 4 and 5, as well as Table 5, Table 10, Table 11, and Figure 4 of the Seaport Plan, and 2, making necessary findings regarding environmental impacts outlined in the environmental assessment. Now, what does this mean? What it means is that they're saying we don't need Howard Terminal to be at the Port of Oakland anymore. We don't need to unload crates there anymore is what they're saying. And so Dave Cavill, the president, has said over and over again, it said, well, if the Bay Bay Conservation and Development Commission say no, no, then the deal's dead. 
There are all these things about, ah, uh, deal's dead. And then it passes. But this is what Dave Cavill does. He always says, oh, my gosh. This is tremendous. This is so great. And he has to do that to make Vegas worry. He's playing both sides. And why wouldn't he, right, to get the best deal? So Vegas looks over and goes, what's this, you know, all these goofy little organizations. Rick, it's not goofy. We're important. All these goofy little organizations, you know, taking their votes, and then it goes to a planning commission, and then it goes to a city council, and then it goes to, you know, environmental impact reports, and how long will those take? And then, of course, then there has to be a general vote by the entire city council again, and then maybe a popular vote, and then maybe the population of Bulgaria votes. But it just... Meanwhile, Vegas is like, you want a stadium? Right here. Can you pull $100 million out of your schools, like for the Raiders? Nah, we're not going to do that again. But uh, if you go in with a casino, I'm sure they'll fork out. Can you imagine a casino, Monte Carlo, Mandalay Bay, Bellagio, whatever? Just, I mean, to me, Caesars Palace should call it Caesars Coliseum and just build it right behind it. And you literally don't even have to go outside. You just go through your tube. Like, if you've, if you've been to Vegas, you know that TI or Treasure Island and all those casinos on the other side, they all connect. Even though they're not in cahoots, they decided, or Vegas decided, I don't know how the Chamber of Commerce works there, if they even have one, but they just decided, let's just connect all the uh, casinos And then you don't have to go out on the sidewalk. Because if you go on the sidewalk, a lot of bad things can happen. What, being jumped? No, going into a restaurant or maybe leaving. If you're hermetically sealed and you go down this path, oh, now we're in Treasure Island. Oh, now we're in Caesar's Palace. If I was running Caesar's, I would just say, look. We'll build you, we'll call it Caesar's Coliseum. We'll put the opulence up the kazoo. We'll have statues. It'll look like uh, Westworld, <clears throat> the original movie, not the HBO show. That's what it'll look like. And then meanwhile, all oh, the Bay Area, save the whale, save the Hummerfish. The Hummerfish were something that was in... Um, it was either Sausalito or Tiburon, but there were people living on ho- houseboats that were hearing, mm, and they go, well, there's some sort of wire down there or something. So they sent divers down to see what was going, mm, and it was a fish that hums. And they said, well, we can't touch them. This is the, you know, this is where the hummer fish live. And that's fine. That is. But that's why you don't build a stadium there. You don't build a stadium there. Sausalito, thank you. You don't build a stadium there because um, that would take 500 years. I mean, it it took the people of Sausalito like a year just to get people to move their tents. (laughs) Remember, if you have public property and you put a tent on it, you can't tell somebody to leave or you're violating their civil rights. Gone are the days where the cops would walk through Central Park and bang on people sleeping on park benches and say, get a job or go home. Get the hell out of here. And I'm not saying that, you know, I feel bad for people who 
got to live on sleep on a park bench. Let me rewind. The fact of the matter is, is that getting anything built in the People's Republic of California is not easy, even on your own property. Do you know there are trees you can't cut down on your own property? Even if they're blocking your view, they have to be diseased for you to cut them down. And then sometimes you're told to cut them down at your expense. That happened to us at our cabin in Tahoe. They said, we believe one of these trees has a disease, cut it down or we'll cut it down and we'll send you a bill. Yeah, it's called the man. Oh, I know the man and I slapped him as in white fanny, right? So anyway, to get all excited about, oh my gosh, this guy recommended, it's just wake me up if something really happens and it's not. What's really going to happen is they're going to move to Las Vegas because there are 9 million less hurdles to jump over to get down to Vegas. And this is why Vegas is just winning right now. Hockey, football, and coming soon, MLB. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. the news be prepared to pay more taxes then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years get ready the irs the largest collection agency in the world will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to hey they can freeze your bank account your passport even padlock your business oh good times look if the irs claims you owe them five thousand or more in back taxes and they're coming after you don't panic call my friends at get a tax lawyer first Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show climber, surfer, madman, Andrew Alexander King, who is attempting to be the first African-American to summit the world's biggest peaks and surf in the infamous scary waves of Nizar this fall. To date, he has climbed uh, Pico de Orizaba in Mexico, Kilimanjaro. Uh, those are the first two of the 14 uh, summits of the Between the Worlds project. And uh, also five of the most difficult glaciers is on the docket. Uh, Andrew, welcome to the show. I want to say one thing at a time, but that's not how you roll, huh? Hi, thanks for having me. But no, it's okay. You know, whatever makes you feel comfortable. So it's all good. Good morning over there. What is it about biting off all those things at the same time? How do you prioritize? I I think the first thing first is being yourself and a human and seeing what goes with you um, and not trying to force it. I think what comes natural, I think, uh, growing up, it's it's not that I... It just feels natural to me. Um, Growing up and being one in nature and finding myself in peace um, it's been a great journey. So climbing the top of a mountain, and if I had time after meditating at the top, I'd go down and surf. And so it's always just been something naturally. So the scale of it um, seems massive on paper or loud, but to me, mentally and physically, it's just something that I've always done to find peace and guidance in the world for me. So you're getting ready to go to Chamonix. Are you going to do a lot of uh, training out there? Yeah, yeah, I am. So Chamonix, this, I'll be based there this this um, summer, so I'll be climbing some notable peaks out there. Uh, Matterhorn uh, is one of them, Iger, uh, and Mont Blanc, and a few other. About 20, we have 20 different mountains on the, the docket this summer to talk about the impact of climate change as well as the diversity and such without the world and um, into the sports of nature as well. So that that's the main initiative this year, this summer. And I know you were going to go to Elbrus, but Putin kind of ruined that, right? 
yeah, yeah. I decided, um, you know, that it's just not what the Between Worlds core values. It, you know, looking at you know when I developed the Between Worlds project to help you know speak up on the humanitarian issues that impact us as humans here and our species on this planet. Uh, those core values is one leave a place better than when you found it or an unbeing as that matter. And I truly do not want to stand on a top of a mountain and take a selfie. I want to stand up with humanity on these issues that are going to push us forward. And um, so I decided to not, you know, do that this year, but just, you know, climb in France and such and talk about the impact of the glaciers and climate change that are receding at a very high rate at this point. So how do you get the word out? I mean, when you're climbing a mountain and you say, by the way, you know, be aware of climate change. How do you mesh those two together? Um, you know, the, the way that I go about it is I really come into it. It goes first back first to, again, those core values of understanding the community and finding those partners individually within organizations, nonprofits that have those issues. And I sit down with them, uh, vet them out, and then I, I figure out what do they need. And then from there, um, I look at the climbs around that. Um, climbing a mountain is very dangerous and difficult, and you do need support, um, not even domestically at home, but also from those in those countries and understanding those mountain ranges and, the, you know, um, how the seasons change there. So I usually start there, and then I partner with them, and then I look at my partners now, such as what they have, which is Black Diamond and Cedar Summit and Alpine Water, and I say, if we're going to do this, then we need to be thinking about the host country that's hosting us there to climb in their community, and let's bring it all into one fold. So that's how I get the word out. Um, it's been self-funded for years. I work a normal job and that's how I fund it. And so I've been really blessed the last two years to have, you know, Black Diamond and Cedar Summit and Halstein and other partners that really helped me push that forward and stay safe and train and, you know, not only just complete these climbs, but make a, a good foundation for someone else later on. Well, you know, and we mentioned that uh, your heritage, you, you probably didn't set out to be a, a role model, but this is a sport that seems, you know, pretty elite and it's not accessible to everyone. So what's that like when, you know, people look up to you? That's a great question because I'm actually 5'4", so I'm always looking up to people, usually. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I'm always looking up to people. Um, let me first and honest, you know, my lottery ticket of life, you know, which I take... I love every day is push me out to Detroit. Um, I didn't have any control over that or my skin color. And I made the best of those situations. Thanks to my family that, um, is full military. My grandparents adopted me to be the first person, in our entire family generation to go to college and they're all military. So I got to see a big portion of the world. Thanks to them. And they taught me leadership as well as discipline and commitment. So they said, if you're going to say something, you say it truthfully and honestly from your heart and soul, and then you commit to it. And if you can't commit to it, then you tell the person or those you obligated for that commitment to tell them that you have to deviate and really give up a solution of what, why you have to do that. And so that's how I, I look at it now. I didn't set out to, you know, being the first will be great, but it would be excellent if someone else does it later on without the lack of, with less barriers than I had to go through. And that's what I'm more um, focused on is making sure those barriers are breaking down for it doesn't matter what you look like, sound like, you have the same access and, you know, um, let's just say resources as I do to complete these, climb any mountain you want to climb or surf where you want to climb and give back. And so that to me was always in my head. It, 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 I, and I really do think when people walk up to me at the gyms or through the airports or, you know, DM me saying, hey, I really look up to you, I just say it takes a village. And um, I just was really lucky to 
have grandparents, my brother, my sisters, and my mom really teach me that discipline, and other people believe in me now to do so. You know, it's funny when you say Matterhorn, I, like probably a lot of other people listening, we think of the fun Disneyland roller coaster, but from what I know of, <laughs> of the Matterhorn, that over 500 climbers have died on it. It's like the yeah. deadliest of all, and you can go different faces, north or west, and what was that like yeah. for you? So I'll be climbing that, you know, this year. So I haven't climbed it yet, but I look at it when I was in Chamonix this winter training. Um, I don't take it lightly. Let's just put it that way. I've been training for a very long time uh, and really dialing in my sport, my ice climbing, alpine, mountaineering, and, you know, doing high altitude for years. This is a very different beast. Um, when you train in the Alps with, you know, those from Austria, Switzerland, and France, it's a very light and quick. And so you're dealing with a very, very, how can I put it, a very, very um, high consequential ridge. And Matterhorn and Eiger are called the death mountains for a reason because it may, so many people take it lightly and it, it, things can go wrong very quickly. Um, and so I really am looking to do it and really just make sure I come back home and do it again and make sure that it's done safely and consciously and intently. Um, so for me, meditating and really dialing in my training like this morning before my meetings for work um, and really making sure that I listen to my coaches and everyone there and just to make sure like it, it's just respected. So, yeah. We obviously have racism in the United States, but as an American, especially a Californian, I'm always shocked at how it's ratcheted up in some foreign countries. So on that note, have you experienced anything that and when you kind of say, you know, hey, I'm in this uh, mountain climbing club now, or does everybody respect you and, and, you know, gives us a little hope that this new generation doesn't look upon your heritage that way? You know, that's a great question. And I would say, honestly, it, it still happens. And for me, you know, I can only control what I can control. And uh, I didn't ask to be born this color, but I am grateful every day that I am. And I'm grateful that I'm part of America. Um, and I know we have our issues and we're trying to, you know, mature and figure those things out as we navigate these spaces as, hum- as human beings in our species. And the only way that I can do that is by saying my truth and holding space um, for people to feel safe. Uh, and so I have dealt with that numerous of times. I still do deal with it. And I... I just try to sit down with people and hear from their perspective where they're coming from. Um, I don't hold a space of hate for people. I just don't. And people say, Andrew, if you did that, it'll be easier in life. And I go, I know my life would be easier if I just did that, but I've never had an easy life. I just want one that's manageable. And the way that I have a manageable is just making sure that people have very different perspectives of what things should and shouldn't be. I'm always curious of why that is. And I just want to make sure that when people do want to come down and sit down and um, talk about their perspective, that they're able to come and sit down with me and talk about that. And so handling racism and sexism, inequality, especially in climbing in the outdoor community, is very tough. And like I say to other people, that it's going to take time. It's not an expedited solution because there's so much different complexities to this that you really have to unpackage. And by doing that, you have to listen to an individual and see where they're coming from. And it will be frustrating at times, and it will be painful, but at the end of the day, if someone's truly coming to you and trying to learn and educate themselves and, you know, eradicate some ignorance to move forward, then it's up to those that are helping them to move forward and not hold a bias and make sure they can move forward in that situation. All right, very well said. We just have about 30 seconds. How do we find out more for the Between Worlds project? 
So you can visit the BetweenWorldsProject.com. Um, you can email me there as well as, you know, on Instagram and Twitter. I'm happy to talk to anyone. And I, if you see me out in public, just give me a wave or a hug or a high five. And I hope to see you on the mountain in traffic or in the ocean. So, yeah. <laughs> great stuff from Andrew Alexander King doing great work. And uh, good luck, man, this summer. Thank you so much. All right. Have a beautiful day. All right. You too. I appreciate it. When we come back, Don Bentley, New York Times bestselling author. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 6+ and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over
That's 800-391-8713. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome back to the show New York Times bestselling author Don Bentley. And he has a new Matt Drake novel, which is out today from Berkeley Publishing. It's called Hostile Intent. And uh, Don, welcome uh, once again to the uh, show. And uh, I know this is set uh, in uh, Vienna, known in the espionage community as the City of Spies. Is that because of its locale right there next to the old Eastern Bloc? Exactly right, Rick. And thanks for having me back to the show. Yeah, my last um, duty assignment in the Army was in Hohenfels. And so. The guy in the cubicle next to me, as soldiers did, said, hey, let's run a marathon. And I said, I think that's a terrible idea. And he said, how about Vienna? And I'm like, all right, I'm in. And so we went and enjoyed uh, the city of Vienna that we thought was just the city of music. And then later on, uh, when I became an FBI agent and then um, started researching this book, I realized it had a much more significance as the city of spies. And actually, Corbin, to an, an urban legend at any one point in time, there are up to 7,000 spies plying their craft in the city of Vienna. And so what better place to set a novel of, of espionage? When you were in Hohenfels, did you ever walk up to that little tower, that little keep? I, so the in Hohenfels, I didn't ever uh, go to that. But we lived in Parsberg, and there was like a a castle nearby there, and our friends lived, I think it was Litburg or something. Like every other German town is a burg that has a, a cool little castle you can take a look at. <laughs> no doubt about it. All right, so Matt Drake, for the unfamiliar, give us a little thumbnail, please. Yeah, absolutely. So this is the third book in the series, and, and each one is a standalone, so you can certainly dive in with hostile intent. But Matt Drake is a case officer for the the Defense Intelligence Agency. So DIA is uh, probably not as familiar as folks as the CIA. It's kind of cousin. Um, but they have very similar mission sets in that they, their jobs for both are to, to run and recruit um, spies. And so Matt, Matt Drake is a case officer. Um, that's what he does and is he convinces uh, people to spy on his behalf against their nations. And so the, when the book starts off, he has an old asset who has walked into the embassy there in Vienna and said, I have information about a Russian invasion, a looming Russian invasion of Ukraine, um, but I'll only talk to one guy about it, and that's Matt Drake. And so he gets to go to Vienna to meet with this um, guy who, who goes by the name the Irishman, and before he can get the, the info dump from him, a Russian direct action team comes in and, and swipes the Irishman in front of Matt. And so that kicks us off for the rest of the book in which Matt is trying to uh, prevent a Russian invasion of Ukraine. 
I remember uh, all the time I spent in Germany, and a friend of mine had to go into the Bundeswehr for his for his eighteen months. Um, and you knowing so much about NATO, how do you think this is all? Is there any sort of end game to Ukraine? How do you how do you pre- if you had to predict, how do you think this is going to come to an end? Yeah, it's it's so it's really really hard to answer that question, and. and for a couple different reasons. So the first one being, I, I think the Ukrainians, and, and I'll fully admit one of the things I got wrong in the book is the the ferocity and the bravery by which um, the the or which the Ukrainian people have shown resisting the Russian invasion. It's just been phenomenal. Having said that, it's really hard to win a war when you stay on defense the entire time. And so even if you look back to um, to our fight in Korea. It wasn't until we had the amphibious landing and went into North Korean territory that we turned the tides of the war. And so you've seen the Ukraine do that a couple times, kind of more do little missions, if you will, where they do an excursion over to Russia and hit a supply dump. But to me, for them to really be able to change the initiative of this war and to gain the initiative, rather, it, it seems like they have to be able to go on the offensive and to go on the offensive, perhaps even beyond Ukrainian territory. And I think... The Western nations have come alongside Ukraine, I'd say somewhat reluctantly, um, Germany being a chief example of a, of a nation that seems to flip sides, not flip sides, but flip um, from their, their, how much they're willing to support the, the war from day to day. And, and it'll be interesting to see what the Western nations do in terms of pressure on Ukraine. Would, would they tolerate a Ukrainian offensive in, into Russian territory? Would they, are they going to push Ukraine push Zelensky to give up the Donbass and Crimea in order to sue for peace. It's really, really hard to tell. And I'll say that the last thing I'll say as part of that is that Ukraine is in this situation in large part due to the United States of America. And and the reason I say that is back in 1994, the Ukrainians had the third largest repository of nuclear weapons of anybody on the planet. And, and that was because they had a huge portion of the old Soviet Union's um, nuclear weapon stockpile. And so there was something called the, the Budapest Memorandum that was signed in 1994, whereby the U.S., the U.K., and Russia all signed it along with Ukraine. And the U.S. and the U.K. were going to guarantee um, UK's, Ukraine's territorial sovereignty in exchange for them giving up nuclear weapons. And so they did their part. I, I would say it's it's we can pretty unequivocally say that we did not guarantee their territorial integrity. And so in some ways, the one thing that possibly could have been a credible deterrent to the Russians, a nuclear weapon, the Ukrainians now find themselves without. Very interesting. We're speaking with Don Bentley. Let's get back to the new book, Out Today, Hostile Intent. When you are creating uh, a book, I always like to ask authors, can you just roll into your house, pull out the computer and go for it? Or is it the kind of thing where you have to like lock yourself in a Ted Kaczynski shack? <laughs> I lean more towards the shack um, approach to writing books. And in all seriousness, I'm, I'm fortunate enough now that I'm on a schedule where I write one of my books and one book in the Clancy universe. And I have to turn those books in every five months. And so when I was first starting out, I saw Brad Taylor, who's a great friend of mine, at, on a conference, and he's a New York Times bestselling author, writes the Pike Logan series. And at the time, he was writing two books of his own, plus a novella, and still kind of doing some contractor work. And somebody asked him on the panel, and they said, hey, man, do you ever get stuck, you know, writer's block, stuck in a plot, can't figure out what to do? And 
and he looked at him with his steely-eyed gaze, as only a former Special Forces and, and Delta Force officer could do, and said, I don't have time to get stuck. And so I kind of end up falling into that category where I, I have a general idea, but I write very organically, and what I try and do is constantly say, how can I increase the stakes of what's happening? How can I make things harder on my protagonist? What are some of the questions I've asked earlier that haven't, um, haven't been answered yet? And just see where that takes me. And, and some of that is having faith that future Don is going to figure out the problems that present Don uh, can't. And so far, that has held up for me. Uh, for people who don't know, our guest Don Bentley was a former uh, Apache pilot. And I think about those helicopters. I think they're like the prototypes were in the 70s and in the 80s, they they really got going, but mm-hmm. the, the the firepower on those things with the the rockets and the uh, the guns. Are we at the point now where your HUD is like connected to your eyeballs? So if you turn your head to the left, the guns will go to the left. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, that's been around probably since the the seventies, and it's fantastic when you're. So I did a um, tour of duty in Afghanistan as a air cavalry troop commander, and there's. Nothing that feels better than when you're swinging your head around looking at stuff and you know that 30-millimeter cannon underneath you is, is swinging around with you. And so we, um, I started in the Alpha model Apaches, which were the, the analog version, if you will, and then we went to Afghanistan in the Longbow version, which were incredible. Each of the helicopters were data-linked together, and you could data-burst targets from one helicopter to another. And now there's one that's, that's one generation further. It's the Echo model or the Guardian one where they can actually do, um, they can control uh, UAVs through the helicopter and get the, the targeting data directly from um, the UAV or pass it from their pod to, to other um, platforms. And so it, it really is incredible. A, a buddy of mine's an F-18 pilot, and he flew into Austin, and so I came down and jumped in his airplane. And it was a cool-looking airplane, but the cockpit and the technology of the Apache far, far blew away his F-18. All right, help me out with this one. I, I love the logo of the 1st Cavalry, you know, the, the shield with the, the yellow, the black stripe, and you got the horse. Did yours say Warriors on it, too, or just say Air Cav? <laughs> we went full um, apocalypse now and had the Air Cav. Actually, we were in Afghanistan. It was 2-6 Cav, and our, and our motto was Fighting Six, so... Uh, unfortunately, it was not air cab, but every cavalryman has seen Apocalypse Now and, and wants to somehow blast Flight of the Valkyries from their helicopter as they're rolling in on a target. Did you get the uh, the Kilgore Civil War hat, too? <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking about the Stetson, which is a integral part of being a cavalryman, absolutely, and then you can earn your spurs if you if you deploy with the cavalry unit to combat you can earn gold spurs if you don't go with them to combat you can do what's called a spur ride and you can earn silver spurs and so i actually earned uh, both of those my first assignment out of flight school was a cavalry unit in uh, south korea where i got my silver spurs and then i earned my gold spurs when i deployed as a troop commander that's awesome the horse and the spurs and i guess instead of smelling uh, napalm in the morning you smell cordite smells like victory <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly Exactly. <laughs> All right. One more question about the book. What is uh, maybe the, without giving it away, the most exciting or your your favorite part in a book that's full yeah. of thrills? Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. So, one of the things um, my editor said, really great writers, and he was talking about Mark Graney at the time, 
who who does the Gray Man series and has that coming out on Netflix soon. Yeah, he's he said, been one of the on things the show. That Mark yeah. does and why he's a, he's a fantastic writer. And he said one of the things that Mark does to make himself a fantastic writer is he pushes himself a little more with every book. And he said he's he's popular enough now that he could phone it in if he wanted to, but he pushes himself. And so with this book, what I really wanted to do was was have kind of that epic military thriller feel, kind of like Tom Clancy's uh, Red Storm Rising. And so I have a bunch of point-of-view characters that you experience the invasion from, everything from some Spetsnaz guys running around causing trouble to an 18-year-old um, Russian paratrooper to uh, Matt and his team of direct a- action folks that are making things happen. And so all of those points of view come together in one climactic scene that was, the hardest thing I've ever written. I mean, that was wow. where the, the Unabomber stuff came in because I had index cards all over my floor <laughs> scattered. But hopefully I pulled it off, and uh, and you can see one heck of a gunfight at the end of the book. Great stuff. Great reviews already for Hostile Intent, a Matt Drake novel. It is out brand new today, hardcover from Berkeley Publishing. And we've been speaking to our guest, New York Times bestselling author, and uh, veteran Don Bentley. Don, thanks for coming on, man, and uh, congratulations on the book. Thank you so much, Rick. It was great talking with you. All right, good stuff. Air Cavalry, Death from Above. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 
That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. uh, Thank you for that. I have had so many people tell me that on my Facebook page, well, so many, the answer now is uh, five. Five different people tell me that when they click on my Facebook page, they get porn. Um, And now I have a screenshot of a guy saying, this is what I get. Um, I sent it to the president of Sports Byline, and he goes, that's just that guy's computer. Because he's not getting it. So I don't know what the answer is. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm not really worried about it. Uh, because <clears throat> I don't put too much into the whole social media thing. Now, if it was hacked and somebody pretended to meet me and was throwing out, I'm a Nazi and N-words, and uh, yeah, that would be really bad. <laughs> but uh, if you are getting that, um, I, I apologize. We are trying to look into it <clears throat> and, um, or I might have to just come out and say that, um, yeah, it's intentional. Yeah. Dominic doesn't see anything there, but just that it's intent. There's something about a link. They said they click the link for my show or for me or something. And then that's the link that pops up once they're on the Facebook page. I don't know. Uh, but the truth is, no, I'm getting a, I'm getting a kickback. Half the porn hits, I get the money. Let's just be honest. All right, we have another hour to go. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violent.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Roe versus Wade could be changing in the United States. An illegally leaked draft by the Supreme Court on another abortion case in Mississippi was revealed by Politico. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on Tuesday. And uproot decades of precedent affirming a woman's right to an abortion. If this report is accurate, the Supreme Court is poised to inflict the greatest restriction of rights in the past 50 years, not just on women, but on all Americans. Under this decision, our children will have less rights than their parents. First Lady Jill Biden will travel to NATO countries Romania and Slovakia this week to show support for displaced Ukrainian families forced to flee Russia's invasion. Biden wraps her trip up on Monday, May 9th. USA Radio News. Under the Radar Minute has paid a fee to air this report. This week on Under the Radar Minute, we look at the exploding EV automotive sector. With near global mandates for 100% zero emission vehicles by 2035, a few public companies are poised to emerge into the spotlight. One little known company, Esight Motors, trading under the symbol VAPR, has a significant advantage over traditional manufacturers and is just beginning to be discovered. In fact, year-to-date, VAPR's stock has significantly outperformed Tesla, Lucid, Rivian, Nikola, Neo, Canoe, Ford, GM, Jaguar, Volvo, Volkswagen, and all of their subsidiaries. Under a special exemption, eSight is not required to meet any of the safety or other costly certifications of traditional manufacturers. Investors are starting to take notice of VAPR, and it undoubtedly will not be under the radar for long. Do your research now on VAPR at undertheradarminute.com. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Invest wisely. Imagine working one job your entire life. One South American man has done just that. A 100-year-old Brazilian man has set a new Guinness World Record for working at the same company for the last 84 years and nine days. The reference book company said in a statement last week that Walter Orthman, an employee with Renault View, was awarded the honor back in January. Orthman started working at the company in January 1938 as a shipping assistant. He told Guinness that he started to work for the company to provide for his family, which was struggling financially at the time. He noted that he was hired due to his proficiency in German. According to Guinness, Orthman was promoted by the company throughout the years from a shipping assistant to a sales associate before landing a managerial position in the sales department. Orthman just celebrated his centennial birthday last month. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. Thank you, Kenneth. And thank you for listening. We are USA Radio News. The MyPillow.com clearance continues. Roll and go anywhere at MyPillow's $9.99. The Body Pillow, $39.99. And MyPillow bath sheets on sale, 50% off. Use my promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com slash radio specials. You'll also get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book. MyPillow.com slash radio specials. Use promo code USA or 1-800-951-8175. Hundreds of households in the historic New Mexico city of Las Vegas were told to evacuate on Monday as fierce winds and drought pushed the largest active wildfire in the United States closer to town. The blaze has burned more than 121,000 acres, tearing through centuries-old settlements and vacation homes about 30 miles northeast of Santa Fe. Governor Kristi Noem, the Republican from South Dakota, was on Fox News explaining what Republicans need to focus on going into the midterm elections in November. You know, Republicans and conservatives need to focus on where we're going. 
What's our vision for the future? We all know that Joe Biden's a terrible president. We all know that he's wrecking this country and that we're against 99.9% of what he's doing to destroy our freedoms. Uh, but we need to talk about what we stand for as well and what we embrace, how special of a gift this country is and how we want to protect that for the next generation. So that's one thing uh, that I hope we will focus on is the optimism. Uh, that, that we all need to really draw people to us and the message to give them the ability to vote for us to lead. We should be running on the Constitution. We should be running on a limited government, remembering that the power is with the people, and then informing folks on really what that means, that that means that we don't make decisions for them that the government shouldn't be making, that we're going to empower them with information and facts. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much, and we got hour number three ready to go. Talk to our friends from ATN, and also in less than 20 minutes, L.J. Martin has a new movie out called Eye for an Eye, which he has written, directed, and acted in. I'll play the lead. I'm Alexander the Great. By the way, it wouldn't be the Rick Tittle Show. That's not the name of it. It wouldn't be Titillating Sports. If I didn't talk about a mock draft, yeah, that's right, 2023. But just for fun, let me tell you the quarterbacks right now. This is from Ryan Wilson of CBS. These are his first-round quarterbacks. But last year, his first-round quarterbacks (laughs) just, um, you know, holding him uh, to it, his first-round quarterbacks, None of them ended up being first-round quarterbacks because Pickett was the only guy who squeaked in, right? So that's something to uh, to keep in mind. Uh, he says <clears throat> the number one overall pick will be Will Anderson, the Alabama linebacker. Now, last year at this time, everyone said Kayvon Thibodeau or Carson Strong. 
But these are the quarterbacks. He said the first one to go will be C.J. Stroud, the Ohio State quarterback. Um, last year, he said Sam Howell would be a first-round pick. Spencer Rattler would be a first-round pick. Keaton Slovis would be a first-round pick. Desmond Ritter would be first-round picks. Those were his four first-round picks. <clears throat> so this time, C.J. Stroud, <clears throat> Will Levis from Kentucky, and uh, Bryce Young, 5'11", Alabama. As I said, kind of a shorter Justin Fields type of guy. Uh, what other quarterbacks does he have? Jay, uh, sorry. Um, Spencer Rattler, <laughs> finally. Uh, and Phil Jerkovec, you jerk. Phil Jerkovec is the Notre Dame transfer who's at BC, six foot five. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. 
Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. It is 11-12 right here in San Francisco. In fact, the entire Pacific time zone. And that's time to check in with one of our buddies at AgainstTheNumber.com. And they are a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. And that's a mouthful, and I say it 500 times in my sleep. Let's bring in our good buddy, Mick Yardley. Let's go down to the boneyard with the yard man himself and talk a little National Basketball Association. Let's start off with game two tonight in Memphis. The Grizz really don't want to go to San Francisco down 0-2. I don't know how the Warriors got out of there with a one-point victory. But uh, Draymond Green, I thought what he did was a flagrant, but on the way down he held up the guy. It shouldn't have been a flagrant too, but he has to realize that his reputation precedes himself. How do you see game two, Mick? Game two, uh, I'm I'm with the I'm with the I'm with the Warriors, man. I think they're I think they're gonna win tonight in Memphis. Go back to uh, uh, I think they're going to the finals, man. I told you earlier, the Warriors. I think at this point they're the team to beat, and it should be a great series. Though I think Golden State pulls out another tight one tonight. Let's go ahead and look at the game before that. Milwaukee will look to go up to love on the Celtics, who were playing really well until they bumped into the Greek Freak. An amazing triple-double on Sunday, 24-13-12. and 12. And if you go deep into the stats, both these teams score about 108 points a game. They also have about 24 assists a game. But the Bucks average 11 more rebounds per game. Do you think that this game is going to be won in that paint? Yeah, I, you know, the Greek freak, he is exactly that, a freak. I mean, this guy can do it all. He's He took over game one, and I don't know if that same thing will happen tonight, because I think Boston will probably pay a lot more attention to him on defense and try to, and try to equal out that glass. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe... Milwaukee wins tonight, Boston. That one could really go either way. But I'll make a prediction, and I think Boston's going to even it up here tonight. This is too talented of a team to go down too well at home. So, um, I mean, maybe they're going to double, triple team them. If do whatever they got to do. And if, you know, if Boston were smart, they would make Milwaukee turn into a jump-shooting team without Middleton out there. No doubt. Now, let's talk about uh, tomorrow, the Sixers at the Heat. Miami leads game one, and without Embiid, you wonder what's going to happen. They're hopeful they'll get him back for for game three, but are they going to dig themselves too big a hole? Yeah, unfortunately, this team doesn't roll without Embiid. They kind of look lost out there. 
you know, they held their own in the first half in game one. You know, uh, they were up one point at halftime and then kind of really fell apart after halftime and Miami really took over in the second half. With uh, We're looking at an eight-point spread here, eight, eight and a half. So, uh, I mean, Miami's clearly the better team without Embiid. Uh, they might be in too big of a hole going back to game three, but Hey, you never know. They get Embiid back and anything can happen, but I'm definitely going Heat game two here, going back to Philly with the 2-0 lead. The Suns and the Mavs, the Suns beat Dallas 121-114, and that's despite Luka Doncic going for 45. Is it the type of thing where they'll just say, look, Luka, do whatever you want. We'll shut down everyone else because no matter what you do, it ain't going to be enough? Yeah, I mean, hey, Phoenix looked pretty good in game one. Luca, Luca, I mean, this guy's a this guy's crazy on offense. So, you know, he'll keep them in it. But I think that's another scenario, kind of like Miami, Philly. I think that I think that uh, you know Phoenix they just match up well against this Dallas team. And, you know, Luca can score score forty, fifty, but Phoenix will still find a way to win. Uh, I got 2-0 Phoenix there after game two. I agree with you. Getting back to Philly for a second, because going into that opener against Miami, and Daryl Morey loves James Harden, but they needed James Harden to be the Harden he was, I guess you could say, with Houston. They needed him to go for 40 points, and he Mm -hmm. finished with 16. He had just as many turnovers uh, as assists. So the question is, has the game uh, is Harden over the hill, or is he just one of those guys in the playoffs? The bright lights shine, and he doesn't respond. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think Harden is the same guy he was on Houston physically. Uh, he's, I mean, he could still score the ball, but he's definitely not as fast and as speedy as he was with Houston. You know, those few years make a difference. So. I, it's going to be really tough for Philly to do anything until Embiid gets back in this lineup. You know, maybe maybe they steal one. I mean, if if Philly could steal one tomorrow, that that would really go a long way with them. And then I think we got ourselves an extended series, long series. But without Embiid, Miami's definitely going to win. Harden, Harden can't be the guy to rely on right now. Um, yeah, Miami's way too good. Miami, Miami's a great team. So without Embiid, they're, they're losing. They're, uh, the Charlotte Hornets, we know, are looking for a new head coach. And you think about the intriguing LaMelo ball there and the, the chance to, to build around him. Some of the names we're hearing, assistants like Kenny Atkinson, Darvin Ham. Sean Sweeney, but Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN says that he thinks it's going to be Mike D'Antoni, Mick Kupchak, now the GM there. They worked together before. He's the bigger name. And, of course, you know, head coach with the Lakers, the Knicks, the Suns, the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is going to happen down Tobacco Road? Yeah, I could, I could see Mike D'Antoni fitting in there. They play that style of ball, that real up-tempo run-and-gun style of ball, and since they've worked together in the past, I think Dan Tony's the favorite, but, yeah, you never know. I'm, I was just surprised they fired their coach because they had just 
signed him to a big extension before the season down in Charlotte, but I guess they just didn't like losing in that play around two years, two years in a row. So they went another direction. Yeah. I would say D'Antoni is a pretty good, uh, pretty good pick for them. And he fits in with that brand of ball right away. All right. I'll throw one more at you. The total last I saw Warriors Grizz tonight, two twenty-seven and a half. I would lean under, but then again, you got some remarkable scores. That's pretty high total, 227.5. You going over or under? Uh, yeah, well, if, you know, game one, what was it, 117, 116? Um, that's a tough one tonight. I think the defense, I, I tend to agree with you tonight. I think they'll tighten the defense up a little bit tonight. And, uh, yeah, I would go under. I think, um, you know, Draymond Green being back will mm-hmm. keep it kind of low, you know lower scoring than it was on game one. Now, it will be close. All these polls have been really close. These Bucks know what they're doing. So, But I'm with you, Rick. I'm going under 227.5. Yeah, I agree with you. There he is, Mick Yardley. Check him out at againstthenumber.com. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for having me. All right. We will come on back and continue the show. I'm Rick Tittle. This is Sports Byline USA. fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our Platinum Plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as 40 bucks a month. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. That's 800-723-2391. 
Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Oh, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. And it's only fitting we had kind of a little Western guitar right there, because we're going to talk about a new Western movie called Eye for an Eye, which is now available from uh, Wolfpack uh, Productions on digital. And joining us is the man who uh, made the film. He's a writer, director, he's an actor, L.J. Martin. And uh, this movie actually uh, stars uh, two actors that we've had on this show. I've interviewed John Savage and Blanca Bla- uh, Blanca Blanco and uh, also uh, Shane Klaus. Eye for an eye. L.J., uh, welcome to the show. When did this project all get together? Uh, well, it's been... I wrote the book a couple of years ago, Rick, but then wrote the screenplay, and uh, about a year ago we started uh, bringing together all the folks to put together a movie, which was a new experience for me. By the way, may I correct you? Yeah. It's eye for eye. Oh, sorry, eye for eye. Yeah, people hunt for eye for an eye, and they come (laughs) up with about four other films. You're absolutely. It's funny the things you see, and then you read something else. Eye for eye. Yeah, it's, strangely enough, that's the literal quote out of the Bible. Eye for eye, and uh, everybody, everybody says eye for an eye. So I fight that all the time. Is it tooth for tooth? Yes, it is. All right, that's the sequel, right? <laughs> no, my <laughs> wife hated that part, so we left it out of the song, even. <laughs> All right, well, you know, it's funny, writing a book and a screenplay are two different things. Was it laborious to write a screenplay and say, you know, blah, blah, walks in, he looks to the left, he says this? Hey, when you're, when you're uh, used to writing 130,000 words for a book, writing a 10,000-word screenplay is a breeze, brother. Mm. So, tell- yeah, but, but, it, but it is a totally different discipline. Now, are you in this acting? Uh, yeah, I'd save myself a few hundred bucks. <laughs> 
is it kind of like a Hitchcock thing where you're there for five <laughs> seconds, or are you actually? No, I got a, I got a few lines. It took me uh, half a day to uh, get them spit out because uh, uh, I, I, I'm not an actor. I'm, uh, you know, I'm a writer, and and it's uh, it was it, it, that also is a different discipline, no question about it. But the good news is, you got a couple of three cameras running. You can make a lot of mistakes and go back and fix it. Now, uh, did you have to get a SAG card for this? No, sir. I, you know, if you want the whole story, I called SAG. I wanted to do this by SAG, and here I am in Montana with no masks anywhere. <laughs> and SAG says, sign the contract. You have to have a full-time SAG or uh, a full-time COVID guy on the set. I said, nice talking to you, <laughs> and, and uh, that was that. Are you uh, Missoula, Bozeman, where Helena? Where are you? Well, brother, I was born in Bakersfield, California. Uh, I, I got out of there to uh, here 27 years ago in Missoula. I'm 25 miles out of Missoula in the Boondocks, mm. which I love. So when you go to Missoula, that's some city slicker stuff, huh? Uh, yeah, with the exception, my wife and I both go into the gym a couple of three days a week and. Uh, you know, run our errands and then get back here and grind. My wife also is a writer. She, in fact, she is the writer in the family. She's twenty-five times on the New York Times bestseller list. So. Wow. Uh, does she? What's her name? May I ask? Cat K A T Martin. There you go. Um, do you ever get down? What is the Pioneer team there? The Missoula Paddleheads, right? You ever go to any of those games? You know, I, I, I'm, I I've been such a grind with the writing. I haven't. Uh, haven't followed sports other than uh, other than television. I shouldn't bite my tongue talking to you folks, uh, but uh, it's I, I do get the fishing rod out and I hunt at the end of the year, and that's about the extent of uh, uh, things. Other than listening, listening on the radio and watching on TV. I, I love the new football league, by the way. Which new one? The XFL, uh, the USFL. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, hell, I don't know the one that's on television. <laughs> that's the USFL, I guess. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm enjoying them. They're, they're a little bit more like watching a college game, actually. Yeah, Montana State, Montana, all that. Yeah, the Grizzlies. The Grizz, that's right. You got it. A couple you more questions here for uh, L.J. Martin. So, as I mentioned, John Savage, I mean, I think of him in uh, The Deer Hunter. I, I think of him in... Uh, the great Salvador Oliver Stone movie. Godfather, Some... Godfather 3. Yeah. So uh, yeah. what was it like working with such a vet? Well, as soon as, the first thing I said to him is, John, you've forgotten more about film than I'll ever know. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, just do me one favor. I, and I told all my actors the same thing. I said, hey, uh, my words aren't sacrosanct. Uh, just because I wrote it that way doesn't mean that's the best way to present it. So... Do it my way, then do it your way. Did you ever have a complete reversal, like something that had nothing, like maybe even a plot-changing line they threw in? How about me changing the ending on the set? <laughs> wow. Was that a fit of peak, or did you plan it? No, it was a, an epiphany. Mm. And, uh, and we did it right there, and it worked out, I get, I get uh, hoorahs uh, where where I would have had uh, the way I'd written it. Did you film it the, both ways, or did you just go with your the new epiphany? I went with, I went with my gut on the new epi epiphany. 
So it, it just—it was so much better to me. There was no, no conflict <clears throat> in my mind. So let's talk about the plot. There's a—it's uh, got to do with cattle. It's got to do with uh, a horrible tragedy and revenge, right? Yeah, and I write a lot of revenge in my books, and uh, and uh, you know, it's something. I think all of us want to get even with somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's maybe it's deep in the psyche to uh, to like a good well-motivated revenge. Now, is it, uh, I know you shot it up there in Big Sky Country. Is it set there as well? Set all set right here in, uh, in Montana, shot all in our, our county right here. What's the response been so far from people who have got their eyeballs on it? Well, you know, uh, I tell people when they say, hey, uh, that piece of glass is probably bigger than they had in uh in 1870, and I said, well, pardon, let me tell you something. The difference between this and a couple of my favorite movies, Shane and Open Range, and I said, the difference is 40 million bucks. <laughs> so you didn't have one of the guys, like, drinking a can of Coke. It wasn't that stark. I <laughs> know. We were pretty careful about that. <laughs> but but there's a, there's a few little things that if, if you're a real historian, you're going to notice. Uh, not as bad. Uh, I, I hate to knock another filmmaker, but not as bad as High Top Tinnies in, uh, mm-hmm. in Power of the Dog. Oh, right. <laughs> That's right, white high tops. <laughs> you got it, brother. <laughs> what, the, oh, what the hell was that? Well, that's like people say, like in Django, they didn't have sunglasses then. There's always going to be something, right? Yeah, I, and I'm not sure they did. I, t- I tell you, if you dug deep enough... Uh, people people say they didn't have have uh, genes and uh, at that time I I can take you back 40 years before that and show you and I, I happen to collect newspapers so uh, I can show you a newspaper with a genes advertisement in it. Well, I'm I'm uh, two blocks away from the headquarters of Levi Strauss. Are they you? they had genes. Trust me. Yeah, yep. you know that. Yep. All right. Um, what about? Uh, However, they didn't they didn't patent the rivet until 1878. All right. Well, we need <laughs> we we need to know that. <laughs> Get it right. No question. No question. Uh, last question for you. You got you know uh, Winchesters and uh, you know six shooters, Colt forty fives, maybe even a Gatling gun. How do you go about safety these days with uh, you know what we've been hearing lately with gun safety? Well, I'm a I'm a lifetime member of the NRA. Almost everybody on that set, with the exception of my Hollywood folks, uh, are, are hunters and and. Uh, we we checked the guns three times. I tell you what, you feel a little stupid checking a movie gun that you couldn't fire uh, if you had twelve guns with. <laughs> uh, but we did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and you still uh, have the same range rules: don't point it at anybody. Nobody will get shot, right? That's right. If you if you watch if you watch this film, the last thing you will see is a quick flash on how to go to the NRA and learn gun safety. Well, whether you're into the NRA or not, gun safety is important. There is no doubt about that. And we've been speaking with writer, director, actor L.J. Martin, the film called Eye for Eye, and it is from Wolfpack Productions on digital, starring John Savage, Shane Klaus, and Blanca Blanco. L.J., good talking to you. Congratulations on the film. Great talking to you, sir. I wish I was in San Francisco getting some of that good chow. Yeah, no doubt. All right, we'll see you down here soon. Take good care. All right, good. And, um, yeah, I'll tell you what, man. <clears throat> Being up in that part of the world 
And just the, the thing I love about it is just how calm it is because, you know, when you're in a place like this, there's always somebody trying to get your parking spot or catch you in line or cough on you or uh, poop on you. Oh, I get pooped on all the time down here. And then you go up there in the big sky country. That's God's country up there. Why am I talking like that? I don't know. But we got an open segment on the other side. So get on in 1 800 878 7529. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800 825 we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 
That's 800-493-6118. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on in. Let's get heard. And we got Chris in Oakland. How you doing, Chris? Rick, thanks, man. Always good to get let in by Too Short, man. It's, uh, it's always good to hear some, you know, bump a Too Short right before lunchtime there. So, uh, good stuff, man. Great show today, as always. Uh, my dad was, uh, you know, the first air cab in Vietnam, so I, I got to go check out that book. Sounds really interesting. And uh, anytime you're talking porn at, you know, 10, 11 in the morning, it's... Uh, so it's a good day. So, uh, Rick, uh, good luck on your porn career. Thank you very much. Well, I didn't yeah. say it was a porn career. I, I just sell it. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy that, like, in the late 90s did a bunch of, like, the click stuff. at AdWords. He made a bunch of money in porn by, by manipulating websites and kind of doing what Google does now. He kind of beat him up, and now he's a lawyer. So there you go. Hey, uh, I wanted to uh, check in. I, I was at the game last night, and the A's offense is so listless right now. I mean, just, uh, it just, uh, just, there's no excitement, no reason to come to the games anymore. I hate to say it, and frankly, not too many people went last night. Um, do you see? I mean, I, we're not going to get the Robbie Cano, but I mean, do you, I mean, I don't know. Do you see anything getting shaken about this? I mean, now you know I, we, we were talking, you know, losing 100 games at the beginning of April, and then they, you know, we're kind of hot first couple weeks, and now it looks like they're about to lose 100 games. Do you? Do you how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, it's it's predetermined, and it's what they want, and not surprised by it. It hurts, but uh, I mean, they're not gonna not gonna make any transactions of note. They'll they'll pick up somebody for free, like Brandon Inge. You know, that's kind of what they do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just you know, less than less than three thousand last night. Um, went to a couple games last week or week before, whatever. And there's only you know less than. I mean, I, I, it's it's such a bad you know line that we just keep talking about the attendance but then it just you know when you're there it just everybody kind of uh, feeds upon itself and you know the, i mean dave cavill's become like the you know the the punching bag for all ace fans i mean every time he puts out a tweet saying something good and he'll get a you know a huge backlash yeah well it's it's too else. it's he does suck it's complete <laughs> it's completely two-faced you know he's about he's excited about vegas and he's going to make an announcement but then he says Boom, nice home run. I and mean, this is a team, what are they hitting? They're hitting 206 as a team. I mean, yeah. yeah, 206. Um, the ERA is 20th, so that could be worse. Uh, but, uh, yeah, everybody, you know, loves talking about the, you know, how bad the attendance is. But um, And it's funny because the, the headline I saw on CBS said the A's are having a tough time getting people to come to the Coliseum. Um <laughs> That's exactly what they're trying to do is what people nationally. But the thing is, you know, you'll look at SportsCenter and you'll look around and you'll see three people at the game and you'll go, oh, my gosh, they got to get out of there because no one in Oakland cares about them. Well, that's, you know, that I, I was able to catch my first ball of over almost 2,500 games, um, I guess last week or so because there was nobody around me. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's just it's a bad look and it's just, I mean, it just, you know, feeds on top of each other that, 
you know, that everybody's, and you just kind of go there. It's not even, I mean, you know, hey, we're always going to have a good time at the A's game. I took my little kid last night. We had a great time. You know, but he, he wanted to play the, you know, the, not video games, but the stuff in the treehouse. He's playing that a lot of it. But I, and I, you know, hey, there's no line for the beer, so that's a good thing. But it's just, um, it was just, it was really depressing, you know, and it's been depressing. But we're going to keep, keep going, keep supporting. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if Cavill's going to. So you think Cavill will stick with the team in, and he'll, and he'll, you know, if they, you know, move to, you know, they're saying moving to Vegas, obviously. But um, you know, with, I guess there was some good news yesterday that the uh, the environmental group is going to support the uh, New Day's project? Is that- oh, it's just such a joke. I mean, these things about, you know, and I love the fact that my buddy Casey Pratt is tweeting that the Bay Commission recommends that they can leave Howard Terminal. And you know when that vote is? June 30th. June 2nd, right? June, I thought it was the 2nd. Okay. June 30th. And so and then what, what comes after that? How many more votes? At yeah, least well, 67 yeah. more votes. <laughs> And then somebody asked, you know, but and, and the A's keep saying, well, if it's a no, then it's dead forever. And they've just got their fingers crossed praying that one of these is a no so they can just finally wash their hands and stop spending a dime on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's, on, that, on that invigorating positive note, uh, the, uh, the, the, the uh, first team to leave Oakland, uh, the Warriors, I think uh, they'll be good to, you think they'll be good tonight or you think it's a split coming back home? I think they're going to lose tonight, actually. Um, I'd like to say they won't, but I think Memphis is going to be desperate not to go down to love. And I don't know how they got out of town with that victory uh, the other day, yeah. but I'll take yeah. it. But uh, I'd love to see them win tonight, obviously, and I'll be rooting yeah. for them. I'll be watching them. But uh, I think that'll probably be the, the Memphis is they're a tough matchup for us. They're too good. No, they're too good, and John Morant's too good, and you know we got again. You're right, we got lucky that uh, I, I thought they might even call the foul on uh, on Clay on, the, on that last play, but yeah, and they got lucky they too because the ball got knocked out of bounds by their guy, and there's right. no That's replay. True. Yeah, and and Draymond's been you know living the uh, you know that, that guy's been living it up. So uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll have, he'll have a nice uh, round of applause from the uh, Memphis faithful today. So that'd be good. Yeah. Rick, thanks always, man. Have a good one. Thanks, I appreciate it. And you know, as Chris was talking about Major League Baseball, as you know, we're not even a month in yet. I guess we're a month in. By the way, I was just thinking, I came back here, I think it was May 2nd last year after getting vaxxed, so I've been back in studio for a year now. Man. Sometimes time flies and sometimes time drags. Like when I do this show, am I done yet? Uh, Rick, you got two hours and 40 minutes left. (laughs) How about now? 2.37. And I do another interview. How about now? You have two hours and 28 minutes. (laughs) All right. But we are seeing some trends in baseball. And the strikeout rate is up. And uh, we've seen a lot of... uh, different uh, peaks and valleys when it comes to that uh, lately. Um, But what we have seen is, do we call it a new pitch, the sweeper? Because thanks to this granular pitch data, high-speed cameras, side-by-side GIFs, all the other tools they use now, we're sort of in the not build a bear, build a pitch era because teams can help their pitchers improve the quality and shape. Yes, I said shape of their pitchers with this instant feedback and instant adjustments. And so it's not a stretch to say teams are doing designer pitches in a lab 
and then going out and saying, do this. It's remarkable, really. But the new craze is the sweeper, not Franzel Beckenbauer, arguably the greatest sweeper of all time, different sport, or as they say in Italy, libero, because he's free. A sweeper, if you didn't know, is a slider with a ton of lateral movement. And I'll check it out tomorrow when I'll see Corey Kluber because he's doing it. He's going to face Frankie Montas tomorrow at the uh, at the Coliseum. But, uh, you know, it's before we would say, oh, that's a real sweeper. And you could say, well, it already is a slider. But the slider that I grew up with was not such a frisbee. It would have that late break. Sometimes it would catch the black. Ideally, you wanted it to live in the black and then go out of the strike zone at the last minute so it was basically unhittable. And then if you go front door, you want it to look uh, juicy and then come inside at the last second. But the sweeper, from what I have heard, is not only catching on around the league, it's because it's teachable. And the Dodgers, the Rays, the the Yankees, they've all adopted it. And the sweeper is becoming so prominent that the people over at Baseball Prospectus have now made it a searchable item in their pitch type data. You can search sweepers by movement the same way you can go four seams, velocity, change up, looking at the sink. It's not a fad. It's here to stay, and it's not an accident because the sweepers are working. And you can feel sorry for the hitters because hitting analytics, if I could talk, have come a long way in recent years, but they're still way behind pitching analytics. How are you supposed to hit a sweeper when it moves that much and everyone on your staff seems to be starting their fastball at 95? I don't know. Oh, and they deadened the baseball too. Every base hit is almost like a tiny little miracle now. Well, maybe that's a bit of a stretch. Not a tiny little miracle, but still. The sweeper is analytics (laughs) weaponized. (laughs) Just cracked myself up. It is a pitch that you could say has been around for decades, but only recently have clubs figured it out to teach en masse. And in the end, pitchers are always going to be, at least theoretically, uh, one step ahead of all hitters. And in a way, I haven't seen a craze like this <clears throat> since the split finger. And in the mid-'80s, Roger Craig, the hum baby, when he was with the Giants, he would say, do a split finger. I remember Dave Stewart had a great split-fingered fastball. And I would try and do it. You need big paws, big mitts to get your hands on that because your front two fingers, your index finger and the guy next to it, whatever he's called, your incisor, that's teeth, uh, have to go literally on either side of the ball. And what the split finger did, if you didn't know, was a fastball right down Broadway and then right before it got to the plate, it would the bottom would just drop out of it. And it was different than a sinker because of the motion on it. It wasn't like a change. So when you see sweeper now, you'll say, I think I know what that is. Now, here's the thing that I live to be 100 and I'll never be able to figure out. 
I'll watch a pitch, and I can tell you if it's a fastball or a breaking ball, but I'll look up on the scoreboard, and it'll say four-seamer. How do you know that was a four-seamer? Are they breaking it down? Or it will say slider. Are you sure it wasn't a slurve? Are you sure it wasn't a sweeper? You know, I have learned, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I don't watch giant bro- Giants broadcast too much. Whenever the A's play the Giants, and I went to one game in person, but I'll always watch the, the other team's broadcast. I always watch Crook and Kite because I want to hear what they're saying about us, about my team. And Kruko has taught me more about pitching and how to set up hitters and how to waste a pitch. And, you know, it's just, uh, he's, I just, because I never pitched. He, I never wanted to pitch. I thought it was stupid. I wanted to play shortstop or center field or whatever, or even catcher. But I remember one time years ago, I was riding the press elevator down with Kruk and Kaipa at the Coliseum, and they were in a conversation, just the three of us, and I was just kind of looking down, and, and they paused, and Kruko went, Right, Rick? And I went, Whatever you say. Uh, but I will say this from my days in TV. Smoothie, Dwayne Kuyper is, and I've said it before, he's the coolest guy you'll ever meet. He's the nicest, coolest guy that you will ever meet. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Get on back on Sports Byline. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 
That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. I'm sorry, it's it's the pleats. It's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right, a couple minutes left in the show. Now, remember the Tennessee Titans made two very significant moves, uh, and Ryan Tannehill, their quarterback, has chimed in on them. One of them, of course, was the shocking and stupid as all get out trade of AJ Brown to the Eagles. I hated that, and so did Tannehill because he said, "quote It hurt professionally. It hurt." Heck of a football player. Personally, it hurt AJ's a good friend. Brown told ESPN, by the way, <clears throat> that they offered him $16 million a year, which is way below market. And uh, whatever happened, we don't know, but he did get four years for $100 million. And so with that 18th pick they got from Philly, they drafted Traylon Burks, the Arkansas uh, split end. But then a couple rounds later, they traded up from 90 to 86 with the Raiders and took Malik Willis. Some thought, and some do think, still the best quarterback in the entire draft. Tannehill said he was never told that they would be drafting a quarterback and that it's not his job to mentor his potential successor. That's exactly what um, Brett Favre said about Aaron Rodgers. Remember that? Like, hey, you know, you're my teammate. I'll root for you, but uh, I'm not helping you take my job. So, um, yeah, Tannehill uh, not, (laughs) when they go to camp, he'll literally not be a happy camper. Let's just say that. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll do it tomorrow uh, at 9 a.m. pack time right here on Sports Byline.
man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.